Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, wherever you are, and welcome to the Career Vision uh, webinar series. And today we have uh, a very interesting topic. As we continue to explore and bring about awareness and empowerment to students and young professionals, um, mainly in India, with this Career Vision webinar series, we continue to curate uh, a diversity of speakers who bring in a lot of knowledge, a lot of experience to help empower and, and again, provide necessary awareness for someone who wants to navigate, who's launching their early career or who's transitioning in their career, given the current uh, uh, situation in the world and especially in India. Uh, COVID-19 has disrupted more than just careers. It has disrupted lives. It has di disrupted a lot of disrupted businesses, economies, and uh, launching a career or transitioning your career amidst this kind of volatile, uncertain, ambiguous reality can be really difficult. And often it needs bold approaches and novel approaches uh, towards uh, thinking about your career, thinking about your own professional development. So it is our endeavor at Training Vision uh, global education to bring the right kind of experts and thought leaders to give this kind of awareness and, and support our community as much as possible. I'm Aditya, the CEO of Training Vision Global Education, and it's my pleasure and delight to invite uh, uh, Helen, uh, Helen Fagat today. Helen is connecting from Paris. She's a senior business leader uh, with more than I guess two decades or a decade of experience uh, as a HR business partner uh, across the EU uh, and not just in France. Helen has worked with uh, technology companies, a lot of different companies, and I'll also invite Helen to, you know, in you know, uh, speak a little bit about herself and her journey as she does. So Helen is coming today, and we're happy to fe uh, feature her to speak on a very interesting topic and something that's really close to our hearts, which is why and how diversity can be and should be your strength in your career. Diversity is something that more and more, uh, it's on the limelight, it's in the news, it's everywhere today, but it's still something that we all need to consciously and intentionally work towards. And for someone like you, who, who, who's probably a young professional or a young or an undergraduate student, it's all the more important to appreciate and celebrate your own diversity. We're looking at companies more and more intentionally designing teams at workplaces to be more cognitively, culturally diverse. And there's a lot of interesting research that proves that diverse teams diverse organizations perform better, are more creative, and, and, and so many uh, other such things. Uh, so over to you, Helen. Um, welcome. And uh, do share a little bit about yourself and, and, and looking forward to the session. Sure. Thank you very much for having me, Aditya. Um, good evening, everyone. Um, I'm really happy to be uh, with you today for the session. It's going, I hope, uh, a very interesting one. Uh, it was actually very interesting for me to, to prepare it. And uh, as Aditya was saying, it's also a very important topic to my heart as well. Um, about a decade ago, 
I actually went back to school uh, to get my HR degree. Um, and uh, my, uh, my thesis um, was actually about diversity in the workplace. So, um, and you did not know that, did you actually? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so um, thank you very much for having me. What I'd like to do is maybe start um, a little bit by um, a quick introduction. As Aditya was saying, I have now about 20 years of experience. Um, I can't believe that it's already there, um, but, um, but still young at heart, I guess. Um, yeah, 20 years of experience, mainly in multinational um, uh, companies, uh, mainly American, uh, but covering a lot of um, uh, areas in HR, from HR development, recruitment, um, also um, about uh, talent development, of course, and career paths. Um, so a lot of, of topics that actually can can um, can be uh, taught and and also discussed today. Um, I'm going to, uh, if you want, I'm going to share my screen and start the presentation right away, um, and um, and we can uh, definitely um, start the session. So first of all, uh, when we talk about diversity, I think what we will need to do maybe uh, in, as part of our agenda today uh, is to maybe um, check some definitions um, as kind of introduction. Um, and as Aditya was, was also saying, uh, what we're going to look at today is how you guys can actually evolve in that new normal and how um, a career path might change or not actually uh, in this new normal. Uh, and we're going also to see obviously very focused on diversity and how it is a strength and how you need to realize that. Um, and, uh, and then afterwards, I'll make a quick, uh, a quick conclusion on how it is in this context, um, a real asset for you and how to find that uh, strength uh, in yourself. So without any further ado, let's jump right in. Um, so in this slide, I kind of sum up what diversity means uh, to most of the people and I guess most companies at the, at the moment. Uh, diversity is all those components that um, can be actually one component of yourself, um, but might be uh, something that we actually have, some innate things but also some things that we get um, as we move forward. I'm thinking about, for example, disability, that's a diversity that you know, we might actually encounter at some point in our life. So some of those traits are actually something that are natural to us and come from our backgrounds, our personality traits, um, but sometimes it's about also life experience. And basically it is all the things that make us who we are uh, it's a combination of uh, basically our differences that also shapes the, the way that we are seeing the world and our perspective and also our approach. Um, so a very important uh, thing is that obviously these terms uh, do not really define um, who we are if we are taking them um, only individually, but definitely the sum of them help us understand um, uh, who we are. Um, one of the important things that I'd like to share with you as well is also how do we determine um, what is the new normal? That's another definition that I'd like to, to share with you today, uh, because I think that, um, you know, there have been a lot of things going on at the moment. And one of the things that we have seen is that uh, the new normal has not really been very defined, but it does talk about uh, changes that we are ongoing, 
undergoing. It is about how we adapt to it. It is about the work from home or study from home um, that you might have experienced as well, like all of us. It's about also how we interact with people uh, in terms of the behavior, but also the social distancing and everything that our uh, different governments and, um, and rulers have actually decided for us. And it's also about uh, what we have seen also with uh, um, uh, ourselves is also how do we balance this? in our life. Um, and that has a great influence, obviously, on, on what is the new normal to us. I've put in this slide a, an, a, an article that I've uh, actually um, uh, found uh, on the internet. Um, and there is one thing that they were saying about the new normal um, is that in 2025, there will be far more tech-driven um, um, professional presenting way more big challenges. And I think it was definitely, it really rings a bell for me uh, in regards to that session today, because I think that um, the chances are that you guys have valuable strengths um, that you might not value enough at this stage. What I'm saying is that um, when we're talking about uh, tech-driven, um, you are young, uh, professional or graduate, um, and you are already in a learning curve and you are quite connected and you are tech savvy. So that's already a couple of things that we can identify here as, as a couple of strengths. Let's just, you know, uh, continue, but uh, we'll talk about it a little bit also later on. Um, one of the biggest challenge today um, that we see also uh, about the work from home or remote working or hybrid mode, whatever the terminology is. Um, it's about what does it change in a corporation or in a company when it comes to people? And one of the things that I've, I've looked at and actually seen uh, actually in my company, uh, which is a tech company, uh, is basically how managers are actually needing to adapt their skills towards the, the, the new ways of working. Uh, when it comes to obviously uh, being remote, um, but not only their skills, but also their style, the way that they interact with um, um, their, uh, their team. It's also about us as hiring managers or HR manager on how do we onboard people um, and how do we make them ramping up um, to the level that we are expecting. That needs to be adapted as well. It's also about how do we uh, acquire the knowledge that in the past or in the old normal, we were used to basically go to the office, have a first day and week of induction. We would actually acquire a certain number of knowledge. We would meet people. So now it's about how do we do that now? And it's also about creating that collective intelligence. Um, because when you are in the office, when you are connected uh, with your coworkers, it's very natural. You have formal or informal communication. You go, you grab a coffee, you talk about work and other things. But you do create that collective intelligence that sometimes you, you're, you might say, oh, yeah, I heard about that project. Let me let, tell me a little bit more about it. Now, every time you need to basically interact with people, it's usually through uh, a planned or scheduled meeting. So it's a little bit different than from the past. And of course, it does change uh, the way that we are working all together. 
It goes obviously with the collective intelligence that I was mentioning earlier on. Um, it's pretty about how do we um, collectively work together, um, but also efficiently. And it's not that easy. Um, so in terms of the requirements, coming back to the strengths, the skills, the competencies that are needed, I think the communication skills is number one. And I'll go back to that one in, um, in a further um, uh, slide. Um, but this is like a, a prerequisite. The organizational skills as well is how do you manage to get your time schedule uh, that would fit not only the, the needs of the company, but also your own needs. Um, you cannot be you know, available 24 hours, that's not possible. Um, and so you need to make sure that you, know, you get your things straight. And as a young professional, sometimes it can be very overwhelming. Um, so again, this is something that, that you might need to, to think about. And also, as I was mentioning, because of this ever constant you know, change uh, that we're going through, um, adaptability and flexibility, being agile, uh, is definitely one of the key things that, um, um, that we need actually um, as of today in, in corporation. Now, what does it mean and what type of influence uh, this new normal has on the, uh, the career path that uh, we would like to create, both as um, from you, um, uh, young professionals, but also from us, uh, companies who need you, actually, um, who are requiring your skills? Um, Again, I think what I see, what I have seen, um, and because maybe I'm a little bit biased because um, I do um, work in IT company, in tech companies. So basically working from home, for example, was something we were already practicing. So it was not that new for us. And we already had that kind of, of um, let's say, flexibility in our workload. Um, but, um, uh, you know, as I was saying, uh, there is one thing that we need at the moment, which is the fact to be able to adapt to the new world or to adapt to any changes in a company. Um, and as I said previously, you might already have a great advantage uh, upon other people in other technologies, in, in other industries or in other jobs, um, is that you do have an education uh, and you are tech savvy and you are connected. So. Uh, in terms of the technical skills, these are the things that you have already uh, in your pocket. Um, so now it's more about how you come up with those great strengths um, that will allow you to be recruited and how they go along with also those soft skills that everybody's talking about uh, and that we are going to, to talk about in a minute. Um, because it does really um, is necessary at this stage. We need to have this combination of um, the hard skills, the technical skills um, that, uh, you know, you are mastering, uh, but also what about your personality um, that includes your diversity? How does it fit into that scheme? Um, and when it comes to career and how to develop it, it is a, a really a mix between a personal drive, how to evolve, how you want to evolve, but also companies' opportunities. Um, and what remains, again, essential is how do you combine those uh, hard skills and those soft skills? So what I'd like to uh, basically uh, go through uh, right now is um, what I believe um, uh, are key uh, and, and key essential competencies and skills that you need to master uh, in, in our day um, in, in a company nowadays. 
I will, so there are six of them, as you can see, and I will just take a little bit of time and focus on four of them only. And I will tell you why. I believe that teamwork and work ethic are pretty self-explanatory, so I won't go into the details of that. Um, and I will start by talking about communication skills that we talked about uh, a little bit earlier on. Communication skill is definitely about how you express yourself verbally, but also in written communication. But it's not only that, it's about uh, your body language, your facial expressions, especially nowadays that we are communicating through Zoom. Uh, if I don't smile from time to time, for example, and show you how I am enjoying presenting that to you, you might think, oh my God, she's bored. So that kind of thing, you need to make sure that um, you master them, or at least you know what the intentions are. And it's the same with the fact that um, you also need to have um, a, a way of uh, actively listening to uh, the person in front of you. That's a very important thing nowadays, um, because it is also about how you get the message that the person is is actually trying to uh, to give you and trust me nature it's very important because every time somebody comes into your office or plug a meeting it's usually because there's a problem um so trust me uh, active listening is quite key in those uh, in those under those circumstances and also it's about visuals today i'm presenting you um uh, some slides that uh, obviously i took a little bit of time to prepare but it's also about how I want this to be quite clear in terms of my own communication. So all of these are quite key um, um, for you guys to, to master. The problem solving mindset is really something that I think is quite key uh, nowadays. Um, I recently recruited somebody for my own team uh, and that was definitely something that I was looking for because uh, again, when you, when you talk about work, unfortunately not everything is going to be a rainbow and sunshine and, you know, and beautiful things. Uh, you might encounter issues and this is where basically companies are expecting you. It's like how this person is going to react to um, basically things that are not going that well, uh, things unplanned. And in that in, that, in those cases, you need to come prepared with this kind of problem-solving mindset. Um, it's your ability to use your knowledge, but also your network to get things done and to get things resolved. It is also obviously about the learning opportunity because you can see also things uh, from a, another perspective when you're working with people to resolve things. So very important to, to my heart um, is really the problem-solving mindset. Now, we talked about flexibility and adaptability already. Um, for me, I like this sentence, you know, the only constant thing in life is change. Uh, and I think coming from a tech company, I can only agree to that, obviously. Um, last but not least is definitely deal with ambiguity. And again, the pandemic is just, you know, making things um, so particular. Um, I think if we're comparing even to 20 years ago when I started my own career, um, things were a little bit more, uh, maybe a little bit slower than they are today. And also it was also a little bit uh, more about, you know, how do you envision, how do you have a global vision in a company? Um, and uh, basically it was a little bit more about, okay, if I don't know something, I'll go to my manager. Uh, guess what? Nowadays, even your own manager might not know. Uh, even the CEO of the company might not know. It's really a, a lot more um, short-termer. It is also a lot more about uncertainty. So you need to be at ease with the fact that 
things might not have an answer, might not have a date. Um, so really dealing with ambiguity is quite key for you to be at ease and comfortable in how you are going to progress in, in your career. If we, um, which brings me actually to one of the key concepts that um, I've actually uh, discovered uh, a couple of years ago, maybe something that you have already uh, seen, which is the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Uh, it has been developed uh, by a lady called Carol Dweck. And what she was saying is that the growth mindset is when students understand that their abilities can be developed. And of course, you know, you might say, yeah, of course, you know, that's so obvious. Um, but you know what? It's, it's very obvious for students, but it is very obvious with employees. And in a lot of companies nowadays, the growth mindset is actually part of how we want people to actually have competencies on. And so I just put in here um, a couple of elements regarding the growth mindset versus fixed mindset. I will leave it to uh, look into it on the internet. You will find easily um, uh, a lot more example. But what I wanted to touch base on today is the fact that basically the fixed mindset is when you think that your intelligence or your talents are fixed rate and that basically you're just going to document them as you go. The growth mindset is also about thinking of those basic abilities that you have, but instead of just documenting them, you're kind of developing them. And um, it's just a starting point. And basically everything is an opportunity to learn something. So this creates um, a, a love for learning, of course, some kind of resilience because it comes also from failure and errors. And you know what? We all do them. We all have at some point um, uh, did some mistake, uh, but it's also about how do you uh, take advantage of that and how do you develop on, upon them? Your attitude towards learning can be quite determining when it comes to know uh, yourself. Um, it gives you also insights about how you react uh, in case of failure. Are you a fighter or are you somebody who is not able to solve the problem and just give in? Um, or give up. Um, so uh, if you do have that growth mindset, and sometimes you can have a mix between the fixed mindset and growth mindset, that's fine. But you continually um, uh, work on improving your skills. Um, and remember, the success is rarely um, obtained on your areas of improvement. They are based on your strengths and your skills. So that's why I insisted on giving you a little bit of tips on the type of, of strengths and skills that you need to master. Um, one of the tips that I want to give you today is also that um, the way that you have this mindset right now as students, I think what is very important uh, is that um, as postgraduate or young professional, you continue having this growth mindset your whole life. The reflex of learning things, the reflex of trying to get some teaching out of things is very important and it makes you grow all the time. So that will be my tip as an older person um, uh, on, this, uh, on, this, uh, on this conference. Now, if we are looking at the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset and also uh, what it brings to the table, um, the power of multiple points of view are very important nowadays. And it comes back to the diversity that we mentioned uh, earlier on. 
Most companies now have identified, as Aditya was saying at the beginning, that it is a strength and they are very advertising that. But what does it mean in reality? It means that we do have diverse teams that are also reflecting the diverse world that obviously our company is going to sell products or solutions to. So it is really uh, making that um, self-awareness about business, but also self-awareness on who do we have in our team that can actually reflect that. It goes with creativity, it goes with problem solving, it goes with point of view. Um, and that's, yeah, indeed, you know, the perspective are different. Um, uh, it brings a lot of um, uh, insights and you can really probably, you know, it's easier to solve problems when you see that. One of the things that I can tell you, however, is that diversity can only be valuable if there is a common purpose or goal. What I'm saying is that we come from different backgrounds, personalities, um, but if we stay only on our diversity, then it will not work. So we need to find a common goal so that we can all gather around that. And in a company, it's usually the culture of the company, and it can also be towards the goal of the team, the goal of the department, the goal of the company itself, the vision. So if you have some doubts at some point with that, I think it, it kind of brings back, um, um, you know, the culture of the company helps you uh, figure out. Um, and um, it's really about also um, how you can refer to your own manager or to your coworkers when you are a little bit in doubt about what is our common goal, um, even though we are diverse. So I think it's a very important point here that uh, we need to find a way of uh, being diverse as well as uh, working all of us in the same direction. That's an important uh, uh, key point. Now, um, I know that some of you do not have an extended uh, workplace experience or professional experience, and that therefore it is maybe a little bit tricky um, to actually um, see what are your strengths, uh, what are your skills, um, and to identify how you can leverage on your strengths and maybe work on your uh, areas for improvement. Uh, but surely it is something that we can do. This is something that um, we can work on. And so I'd like to propose you today uh, a little bit of takeaway exercise that you're going to do um, at home. Uh, and it is about, you know, how do you leverage your, your hard skills and soft skills? And where can you work on things versus where you already have some assets? And as you can see, there's a, a wink uh, in there with um, uh, little superheroes um, uh, in there because obviously they all have strengths, but also areas for improvement. So there you go. So the, the exercise is quite simple, and I know that uh, most likely the, this presentation is going to be shared. So, but basically what I'd like you to do is uh, when you go home, you kind of um, um, analyze that during your studies, uh, most likely you were successful. So identify when were you the most successful or the more efficient or the, more, the most productive um, and analyze what you did do at that time. Uh, what strengths did you show to be that successful or to be that efficient or to be that productive? Um, at the same time, I want you to identify a moment where you did fail. And if you have identified areas of improvement or lack that you have uh, experienced. 
And what kind of conclusions uh, do you draw from it in terms of the strengths you have, in terms of your areas of improvement? And it goes also with how do you, for example, react to pressure? I know that when you're a student, most likely you have exams. How did you react to that? Were you confident, not confident, comfortable, not comfortable? Um, how did you react also to people? If you had some work to be done with uh, in teamwork, um, again, you know, was it something that you liked, did not like, why? Um, and what kind of reaction did you have uh, with them? Uh, and what kind of interaction are you more comfortable with uh, versus maybe not so comfortable? Um, I think it's, a, it's quite an important thing because you will confront your reactions to situations, whether in success or in failure, let's call it failure. Um, and how does it kind of um, interact or confront with your own diversity when it comes to your own culture, your own education, for example? Um, and I will share a little bit of, of personal um, uh, experience. Um, believe it or not, but I am a shy person. I'm, I'm not comfortable in addressing, you know, multiple crowds. I'm not really comfortable. In, I'm more comfortable in one-to-ones, for example. But I've decided that because this is my area of comfort, of development, that, you know, that kind of exercise, I will always, you know, try to do my best and do it. And the more that I'm doing it, of course, the more I'm being confident with it, or at least more comfortable. So I think, you know, when you are able to identify that, to know yourself and to know how you react, um, this is also something that you can value and that you can come prepare when you go obviously in front of a hiring manager or a recruiter, or when you want to get a new job or you want a promotion. That's the type of things that are quite important um, in this situation. And especially nowadays uh, with the situation, obviously, of unemployment or um, of a pandemic. So the crisis is also uh, very much impacting. As we are approaching um, the end of the session, um, what I'd like to do is draw a conclusion here and give you uh, maybe four, four tips, um, the best ones that I can get for you. Um, the first one is definitely about, you know what, every experience counts, including the failure or errors that you may, um, you may encounter. Uh, just learn from it and draw a conclusion to yourself. The second piece is, as I was saying, learn to know yourself. If you want at some point to become a manager, for example, one of the first things that you will go through is most likely a 360, what we call the six, 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 360, sorry. Um, and it is a, an exercise about how people and yourself are reacting. And for that, it is about how you know yourself, but also how you know uh, around yourself uh, the reflection that you're giving to others. So it's a very important point. Um, to know yourself is definitely a key asset uh, in the working uh, environment. My personal tip, if there is like one that I can give you again today, is don't assume anything. As I was telling you, I'm quite shy. So and my, it comes from also my education. It comes from maybe, you know, yeah, the way that I was raised, like you need to be humble. You don't, you do not show up and that kind of thing. So I was quite shy. I was quite, um, you know, I, I was not talking a lot at that time. Um, but, but I learned in the workplace that you cannot just assume. You need to ask questions. 
You need to ask them correctly, as we were saying about communication skills, but this is something that you have to do. To be able to learn is also to be able to challenge others, to ask questions so that you have a better understanding of what's going on. So don't assume anything. Uh, just come with, um, let's say, um, yeah, like a blank sheet um, uh, and, and, and find out. Last but not least, it's about how do you grow your self-confidence? And it will come with age, don't worry. Age is, is one of the good things about age, uh, is maybe that one. Um, but don't become overconfident on the other hand. And if I have this final tip for you today about this specific statement here, is if you are able to get a mentor, that is a very good way of developing your self-confidence, but um, also having some kind of sanity check with somebody who you would feel comfortable sharing with. So that will be my final tip um, for today. Just take it away. Um, I'd like to obviously thank you very much for this session. Again, I, I enjoyed it very much. And I know there will be maybe a, a couple of questions coming up. Um, just a thank you. I hope that um, it, it has been written correctly uh, in there. Um, just a wink also to uh, obviously my, my native um, uh, studio, which is Paris. Um, if you ever come here, just don't hesitate. And I've put my LinkedIn uh, in here so that if you want to connect later on, um, this is available uh, to you. Thank you again, Shakriya. Thank you so much, Helen. That was uh, insightful and that was uh, uh you know simple yet profound i think it was it was simple but then you know uh some of the things that you have shared are uh, have profound implications for any of us uh it's easy to say growth mindset it's easy to say uh but to do it right to put in the impl implementation that's uh that's a whole different matter uh, you also mentioned about, you know, knowing yourself, knowing your own strengths, knowing your own weaknesses, knowing your own abilities, um, embracing your own diversity. Uh, these are some things that uh, take a lot of deliberate effort and uh, intentional practice uh, to, to do. So I think that's a lot of food for thought and uh, food for action uh, too for all of our uh, participants uh, joining us live or uh, watching this later so i just wanted to uh, thank you and, and 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 as we conclude uh we don't have any questions that's uh that's completely fine uh we are i just wanted to also promote and share uh something that tvi uh, what we are doing is uh we're happy to be um launching our enable program which is a 21st century uh, workplace readiness program which includes some of these uh, particular uh, traits and skills that Helen has also identified uh, and, and, and sort of encouraged for all of the youth to learn and develop, including uh, things like personal effectiveness. How do you organize yourself? She did talk about that, or even emotional intelligence. Uh, so what we're doing is that, you know, this program uh, is a certification from TVI Singapore, where uh, we're bringing this for the first time to India. And this is a 60 hour program. It's a 30 hour live and 30 hours e-learning program. And uh, you know, what we're looking at is we're bringing uh, some of our trainers, mentors, coaches uh, from TVI to support as many, as many uh, students and young professionals as possible to accelerate your careers uh, despite the pandemic. 
we are uh, starting this launching this in in september and uh, so we have uh, uh, we're really doing it uh, at a substantially lower price uh, than we do it in singapore so uh, do consider joining this program uh, it'll be an exciting uh, cohort uh, based uh, experience for all of you and uh, what we're also going to do is uh, give you some of the uh, career readiness profiling with our uh, smart assessments uh, so you get to learn personal ex excellence relational excellence performance excellence and etc we also provide uh, career services uh, for those who are looking for it um, and we have assembled uh, a, a, a small uh, but we have an interesting group of trainers uh, that are there that we're able to support you with and uh, and 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 the encode assessment is also part of it which also is something you can use and you can actually try it out as as if you're watching this webinar um, as a goodie as a complimentary what we're doing is we're also giving you this assessment uh, for you to try it out and uh, and get your own career readiness profile to become more aware and and understand where you are in you know in your uh, personality in your in your in your working style in your skill in your in your behaviors um, that are critical for 21st century workplaces. Uh, so, uh, you know, so thank you so much, Helen, and thank you all for, for joining and thank you all who are viewing this later. So uh, here's the link. Uh, it's bit.ly slash TVI enable, uh, bit.ly slash TVI enable for you to join our enable program in early September. And uh, we have exciting early bird registrations uh, uh, for you. Uh, so do do jump in. A lot of students are already on their way uh, for this program. So really excited about launching this uh, for India. And uh, we have bit.ly TVI slash TVI encode. So to get your complimentary career readiness assessment. So it's it's not the full encode assessment, but enough to get you a sense of what is this encode assessment. And this is something that you can attach along with your CV and send it to a prospective employer to get a better chance uh, of being employed so they understand you better it's it's more deeper and we're happy to also share that this is being recognized uh, increasingly recognized in hong kong and australia by certain employers and uh, and you know show show some love follow us on uh, social media um, visit our website at trainingvision.in uh, trainingvision.in and then if you're liking these webinars and you're finding these useful as, as many of you are, um, do share the this link bit.ly slash career vision webinar so that you can you know spread the spread the awareness and spread the um, empowerment with your friends and colleagues. And uh, I'll see you soon and thank you so much, uh, Helen, and thank you everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. And I think we will wrap up. Uh, All right. Wonderful Thank you very hours. much. Have a great evening. It was really great. Thank great you again. Day, great weekend to you and to all of you. You too. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Helen, if you have some time, actually, I do have one question from Salsa Billa, right? Uh, sure. I yeah. just, I just, I just got it. Okay. Sorry, I'm just looking at this Salsa Billa. In the midst of current COVID-19 pandemic, competition in the industry is quite tough. And how can we reduce our self-confidence and be able to compete with others 
other than a knowledge communication and creativity skills right so how do we sort of how do we compete with others beyond knowledge and communication creativities right so that's the question if you have a few minutes yeah yeah sure i i can certainly share a little bit of uh, you know what i can i can um share with you um on this topic um and i've seen actually that uh, lately um in in the recruitment that i've made um so basically people are showing a little bit more of um what they can do on 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 a hands on uh, kind of perspective you know in tech company um some of the jobs that we are recruiting for are also about being strategic you know it's it's a good a good thing it's very trendy to be strategic um but i think what um what they are showing what the the the, the candidates are showing right now um with this pandemic and the crisis that is uh, going with it is a little bit more about how operational they are so it's not so much about how how i can be creative for your company as you know the person was saying but more about you know what i can bring that is immediately uh, usable by the company and that as a hiring manager is quite reassuring simply because you can say okay that person i i know that they can do xyz right away um and i think you know the 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 hands on kind of mindset yeah um is quite very useful in that yeah. sense wonderful helen i at tvi we always say you know have a portfolio right build a portfolio of projects uh it may be on your website or your blog or somewhere talk about what you're doing right uh, put in the yeah. effort do some work do some projects and then talk about it i think exactly unfortunately some people don't do anything and just talk about it or some people who do they don't talk about it right these are two issues we always see yeah but and yeah, yeah. and and to your point i think you know there is uh, again coming back to the diversity it also comes you know to how we were raised you know not showing yeah. up if you do things you know don't don't say it i think there is a good balance to find um yeah. between showing up and you know um uh talking about it and there's also something that is important especially when uh, you do not have a lot of experience in the workplace is also about all the things that you might actually do that you don't think that are valuable um you know when i see a cv of a young professional uh but i see that you know they have spent i don't know xyz months in another country to learn a language for example or if i see that they have worked at mcdonald's of uh, all their you know student years for example that's the type of thing that needs to be um valued by employers and they are trust me uh but also they need to be basically put forward uh by the young professionals because it means that you are determined you are hard worker it really gives a sense of who you are um i think that's an important point also and for people who are uh coming back to schools after a couple of years you know uh in the workplace um and again that that is a personal example i took some night classes uh you know when i was working and uh, i did not talk about it um but once i was uh, with a hiring manager and he was saying well how did you get your you know your degree and so on and i said well i had night courses and they were like well you're not telling it on your cv and i was like yeah well you know but that's the type of things that show who you are how did your mind you are how hard yeah. worker you are um and that is valuable as well wonderful helen so have humility but don't be shy 
<laughs> oh yeah. Tisha, <laughs> Tisha uh, has another question. So, um, what kind of activities or tasks can be done to master the skills that have been mentioned? Okay. So, Helen, I think we've mentioned some skills. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and um, so I think you know there are there are a couple of things, things that we can work on, and things that we need uh, obviously um, need to get some help, and obviously you know. Uh, your company is definitely there to to help them. I think when it comes to uh, things like uh, dealing with ambiguity, is very personal. So I don't believe that there is you know any master in that. It's just like being confronted and kind of get your mindset in the right mode. Uh, when it comes to communication skills, you know obviously there are a couple of things that you can do um, either on the internet, either to get help from external. Um, uh, but also it's, it's about, um, you know, confront yourself as well, because you're going to uh, talk to managers, for example, but also to coworkers. Can you address the same way? Probably not. So that's the type of things that maybe you can, um, you can practice with also your, your colleagues or um, co-students, let's call them like this. Um, I think that, that's, um, that's possible. Um, if I take uh, the other strengths, um, the one that you also mentioned about being um, organized or efficient uh, in the way you know you're you're doing things, um, that is also something that uh, you know you need to get your kind of you know to-do list, you know, task-oriented, strike them out, uh, plan you know your week or your day. That's the type of useful tip um, that can be applied right away. And I think that's very useful in that case. Thank you, Helen. I think Tisha's question is so uh, critically relevant to today's situation, especially for India as well, because um, unfortunately, many higher education institutions, uh, you know, in the curricula, you know, miss out. And it's not really adapted and aligned with industry or workplace behaviors. What we see as this sort of this workplace behaviors of um, giving and receiving feedback, you know, or uh, for example, you know, understanding one's doing a, you know, looking at self-appraisal or being conscious and making a personal development plan, you know, so, so, so actually, I mean, and I'm not saying that TVI is the only company who can do this. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but we do have a, a fantastic program. Um, we've, we've, we've been running this successfully. It is endorsed by the Singapore government. And, uh, and for the first time, we're bringing that uh, to India and Indian government started talking about these skills, these 21st century critical skills or essential skills for workplaces. So um, if you have the wherewithal, uh, join our program. If, if, if even if you're not, even if that small amount hurts your pocket money, write a motivational essay to us, probably we'll wave it off, right? Uh, we probably even give a few, a handful of scholarships for thinking about it. We're a social enterprise and we're really looking at encouraging and empowering as many people as we look, uh, as we can. Uh, but then that said, uh, it's a continuous process. It's not an instantaneous thing that you attend. And that's why our program is 60 hours. I We've had students come up to us and say, Helen, that, oh my God, 60 hours, that's a lot of time, <laughs> you know, my weekends, no. Uh, you can't learn these things in, in two hours or one hour. If anybody is selling you like this magic bullet that in 30 minutes, you become a master of emotional intelligence or uh, 
you know yeah. it's it doesn't work right uh, you, no you, and you, and and it's also <laughs> it's also about how you practice that afterwards yeah. so yeah. and it's a continuous learning it's a continuous I mean, you know yeah. you were talking yeah it's, it's, you talked about um, the positive feedback for example uh, trust me i have employees in my company uh, 50 plus years and they still do not know how to uh, provide positive feedback and they're not you know <laughs> good at receiving it actually so uh, again it's a con- i think the first the first thing that i think you know i i believe nowadays is better than my days for example when i started is that uh, we're trying to make uh, our young people aware and and that that is already something uh, that you're starting on you will not master uh, as you are saying emotional intelligence but at least you know what it is and you can actually identify things and work on it and i think that's already one step further than than a lot of people who are way uh, older let's say and way more experienced but still do not master that kind of thing yeah. so the the power that you have as young people is that um, it is already identified you know what it is uh, so you can start learning uh, from it wonderful wonderful helen um i think that would be the last the question so thank you all for uh, for joining and thank you helen and um we'll thank see you. you see you around and hope to keep in touch thank you bye my pleasure thank you bye